Theology. Theology Unplugged. Hey, welcome to Theology Unplugged. This is Michael Patton, and I am excited to be here with you. Uh, I am a little saddened because I'm not with anybody else. This is me alone. I feel like I'm back in 2008 in my office doing uh, Theology Unplugged myself. But I felt like it was time for me to start this back up because uh, we got too many listeners. I mean, golly, we were 3 million people downloaded per year. So we, we, need, we need to keep this thing going. So sorry it's been so long. Here I am, Michael Patton, doing Theology Unplugged. Now, I don't know what to talk about. I mean, I really don't, because I forgot my topic. What was my topic? It was a good topic, whatever it was. Oh, yeah, I remember. Listen, um, here, here's one thing. is It's really weird. I know, I know, it's, it's weird. Uh, but let me ask this this dumb question i mean you're gonna think it's dumb and it's gonna be like well that's elemental but let me ask it anyway okay why don't you kill yourself i'm serious i mean why don't you kill why why don't people kill themselves I mean, we, it, it's just this, this kind of odd thing. And you say, well, because I, I love life or or because God says we should live or because it's murder. You know, we do all kinds of things that, uh, that make us not kill ourselves. But, <coughs> well, excuse me, but let's, uh, let, let's think about that. I mean, we were Christians. We're believers. We've got, I mean, we are standing at the door. It's so easy to kill yourself, okay? I mean, trust me, I've thought about this stuff a lot. I mean, uh, with my sister's death and her suicide and all that kind of stuff, I'm thinking, oh, God, we're, we're right at the door. And on the other side of the door is 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 perfection. It's, it's green grass. It is everything that we want, everything that we need, everything that we truly are comes out. A, realiz a sudden realization of so much whenever we walk through this door. I mean, they're, they're, not to mention that there's Jesus on the other side of the door. There's God on the other uh, on the other side of the door. There's the Holy Spirit. There's just all of this that we long for. I mean, I long for heaven, don't you? I really do. I long for heaven. I'm not. I'm not afraid just to say that. I, 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 I would rather, like Paul says, I would. I'd much rather be with the Lord, but it's necessary for me to stay. That's what Paul said. I mean, if I was to ask Paul, why doesn't he kill himself? It would be, I, man, I'd love to be with the Lord, but but I've got too much to do here. I've got work that needs to be finished. I mean, just let's imagine, let's just imagine that there's this world where um, or, or the, the God had created us. It's on our shoulder. We got on our shoulder. I don't know why on your shoulder, but real close to you. On, on, on your shoulder, you got you got a light switch. 
And that light switch says uh, life or death. You know, or normally it says on and off. And it's really easy to flip a light switch. You know, that's one of the easiest things we do every day. I don't know how many light switches I have flipped in my entire life. But if I had that number, it'd probably be really high. Although now I just tell Alexa to turn on my lights. <laughs> but but uh, we got we got this. Oh, I guess we have Alexa on our shoulder and tell her off on. You know, Alexa, off. <laughs> That'd be great. But um, we got this switch on our shoulder. Just just think that. And and all you have to do is flip the switch. And you're dead, or or you you pass. Let, let's let's say the maybe the light switch doesn't say life or death. It says it says uh, uh, earth or heaven. You know maybe maybe if you're this is a different question for an unbeliever. I mean it's but it's it's the same phenomenon that we all have. Because death would be really easy, but we don't die, the vast majority of us, anyway. Why don't we die? Why don't we just flip that switch? I mean, if, if there was a switch on our shoulders, I guarantee that there would be very few people that make it, let's say, let's say the world record would be, you know, a guy 23 years old and he flipped it. I don't know. It, it would be, it, it'd be, it'd be at some point in our life, but you know, you're just down. You're just, we, we all would flip it. Okay. I know we would all flip it. Don't act like you wouldn't flip it. You would too. I mean, my goodness, it's too easy. It doesn't hurt. I mean, there's no blood. There's no, there's no uh, odd thing. Maybe, maybe you just disappear. You know, there's no body left. You, you flip the switch, your body disappears, and you're, you're on the other side of that door, and you're in heaven waiting for the new earth. I mean, you know, it's whenever you die, it's, it, it's terrible for someone else. I mean, the body's there, and, and, and all kinds of things that whatever happened to you, you have, they have to deal with. And then you have to go and bury that body, and it's there somewhere. And people visit graves all the time and talk to their loved ones there at the graves. I mean, but if we flipped a switch and we disappeared, it'd be <laughs> there. This earth would be like it would be vacant. There wouldn't be very many people. Now, why do I say all this? Why is this on theology unplugged? And who cares? Well, my 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 point is, and my question is. Uh, why, how, well, how is it that God has created us in such a way to where we don't flip that switch? I mean, no matter what happens, we go through a lot, you know, and I, I remember my dad, you know, after my sister's death and, and then my mom's aneurysm and him having to, you know, take care of her and carry her around. I mean, he was, he was bad alcoholic. He, he flipped the switch to, to drunk if there was that, that kind of switch. And, uh, he, but he, he lived, he didn't kill himself. Um, you know, the, whenever people kill themselves, there's a, there's a lot, high, I can't tell you the number. Some of, some of you may know it, but I can't tell you the number, but there's a lot higher percentage 
of people, other people killing themselves if you know somebody close to you that killed themselves. And the closer they are to you, say a family member now, uh, a brother, a sister, a mom, and a dad, uh, the closer they are to you, the, the much higher percentage of flipping that switch and uh, and dying. But you know, I, it's just it's this theological thing that that because you know me, I'm I, I do theology. I mean, I, I turn it into theology, but it is theology. It is something to do with God. It's this this deal where where you have within you the the tenacity, the endurance, the fortitude. I don't know whatever other synonym I could come up with for this that says that says I want to live. I want the, the, you know this earth is hard. It really is. I mean thorns and thistles. It hurts. There's so much bad. There's so much bad within the world. There's so much bad within us and trauma and difficulty and yeah. You know, I, I don't know what the way our brain thinks and it's just it's just a. It's just a hard, hard, hard world, and and we we need to live here. Paul says, "It is necessary that I stay." And you know what? It's ne- that that's why it's necessary for us all to stay. God didn't give us a flip a, a switch to flip and we disappear. He made death very traumatic. It's a hard thing to go through for someone else. I mean, you know that. You know that whenever you die, I mean, uh, people around, everybody's affected. You, you you, have to deal with things that are just, you know, you, the, the, I mean, the body, the body's there. The, 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 the trouble, I, I don't know. I mean, death is ugly. It, it's ugly. I, it always is ugly. You, you don't just disappear and, and, and it hurts. And you know what? God doesn't like death. So God, God hates death. Death wasn't supposed to be. It was not a part of plan, the original plan. God's fixing the original plan where death will be no more, but it wasn't part of it. And we have to live in a world, and we live in a world where where it happens and it's weird and it and it and it uh, it just it just affects us deeply. And he made it that way. He wanted it to be that way. Uh, you, you know, I mean, think about it. He, 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 here's what I'm talking about. You know, why don't we kill ourselves? Why? That, that's, a, that's, again, funny question, weird question. Why don't we? Listen, let, let me tell you a little story about creation. You see, God create God, God spent you know I mean he 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 went fast to tell us about creation he didn't tell us much it was good Lord two chapters three chapters two chapters really of one book he created everything and, and so it's it's a, it's a little short thing but it's very important because the, there there's the creation of the the animals and the sea and the 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 dry ground and the sky and the light and and all these different days and he and he's looking at it and he, he's telling us 
this is good, this is good, this is good, this is good, this is good. And it is good. Everything is good. I mean, whenever we think about it, we get, is somehow get outside of ourselves and get outside of that sin. Here we are. We're looking at the world, and we we, we see it, and it's, it, man, I tell you, I like this world. I do. I love it. And, and whenever I'm at my best, I love life. So uh, here's the thing. God's creating everything. God's saying day one, day two, day three, day four, day five, day day six. And, and on day six, there was this big, long pause before day six. And everything was good so far. And it said, then God created man. It was kind of, that's the narrative. I mean, the narrative wants to build, it's a crescendo of creation. I mean, it's a song. If you could think of the greatest song, you know that has the greatest crescendo that that pumps you up. You know, like, like Phil Collins, In the Air Tonight, you know, that one beat. I mean, the, everybody loves that. And, and <laughs> that's where we're at at day six. At Phil Collins in the air tonight, the drum solo, where they he just kills it. Hey, godly, I hope I hope the younger people have any clue what I'm talking about. Anyway, so so here we are at day six, and it says, "Then God created man." That that's crazy because the crescendo is happening, and it's not just that the crescendo is happening; the crescendo is crazy, and he did something crazy. You don't understand it. You, you haven't paused. You haven't thought. You, we, we, we just haven't worked through that because here it is before us. Then God made man in his own image. Boom. My goodness. Do we still say mic drop? If we do, there's a mic drop right there. Boom. Mic drop. And, and then God created man in his own image. The mic is dropped. And it's something that, how can he do that? You know, how, how can he recreate something in his image? Now, how are we in the image of God? Now, theologians debate this a lot. I, 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 you know, and they say, okay, we're, we're, it's because of our spirit. We have a spirit. Or it's because we have, we have the ability to uh, seek after God. Or, you know, there's all kinds of things. I, th I think it's a, multiple, it's a multiplicity of things. Of our self-awareness and of our drive that we have and our understanding of what is good and what is not good and, and our pursuit, at least in our best moments, of that which is good. That is what is going on there. And that is, that is what he has in man. And so every single man is in God's image. I mean, we are icons of God walking around. The way we are. Everybody is. I know it's hard to think that about some people, but you got to understand everybody is an icon of God. It, it, it's it's crazy how how awesome you are. It, it's a crazy how amazing you really are. I don't care about your circumstances. Right there, take away those circumstances. It doesn't matter because you're still God's image. And, and it's and it's just, you can't, 
That's kind of the way. I mean, the 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 switch is on our shoulder, but we don't flip it because we are in God's image and we have a passion for life. We are supposed to live, and we know that. And, and I know it's just switch over, but we don't want to be without a body. We don't. I mean, as Paul said, we'd rather just go straight into our new body um, rather than lose our body for a while. Let me tell you something. The people who have died and are in heaven and with Jesus, they don't have a body. I, I don't know what they are. <laughs> I don't know what they look like. I know, they're, I know they're conscious and they're aware and they're with Jesus. And I also know it's better to be with Jesus than not to be with Jesus. That's exactly what Paul said. And I know, you know, we're, we're with Jesus here in a sense, but I'm talking about really with him, like, like Paul is. I don't know what that means when there's millions and millions of people that are up there, you know, <laughs> maybe there's a line to get, there's something, there's some way in which you have a connection to Jesus that's much different. But at the same time, those people in heaven want a body. They want the resurrection because they're not supposed to be without a body. That was not the way it was meant to be. It's broken. They're up there broken. Yes, happy because of Jesus, but longing for a body. That's the image of God. That's who we are. I mean, we, we can, can we understand the image, how, how important that is to what I'm talking about? How important it is to the the under the, the question of of death and life and all of that. So uh, we, we uh, I, I mean, God, look look at think think of somebody. Think of the worst person you know. Just try to think of the worst per the person that bugs you the most, the person that you can't stand, the person that is just I don't know. I mean. Somebody you don't like in your life, you know, in your at your work. Uh, maybe it's a family member or something. Let me tell you something. You better be careful with that person. Because that person is an image of God. That person is an icon of God. That is, I mean, golly, be careful. He's different, different than the animals, different than, than the grass that's alive. There's something that, different where you, where you stop and you respect all people based upon this very fact. We've got to get this down. We've got to get this down. Can you imagine a world where everybody has this down, where everybody, that's the first thought they have about Anybody, anybody that cuts them off in, on the highway, I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to uh, flip this guy off because he's in the image of God. I'm not going to get mad at him and think evil thoughts because he's in the image of God. James talks about the tongue being like fire, the tongue spreading fire. And there's fires going on all over the place right now in a country. I mean, it's terrible. It always is terrible, it seems. All the fires that happen, and you you know why it's bad? Because fires spread. You know that that's that's the thing. Fire fire just wants to consume anything that's near it, and it'll grab a hold of whatever it can, and consume it, and and make it to nothing. James says the tongue is like that, and here's what we do: is we take 
somebody who's in the image of God and we we speak about them, speak evil, do do something evil, say think something evil and then say it. And whenever that happens, fires start. And you just started a fire on the image of God. That's what James said. That's not my words. This is James talking. Okay? So James is the one who says, do not curse your brother. Do not curse anybody. These people are in the image of God, and you've got to respect them because of that. Do you, do you get it? Be careful. Be careful. And now, going back to yourself, you're in the image of God. You really are. I mean, sit here and look at yourself. I mean, we, we here, here's the reason why we get depressed. We get depressed because we look at other people. We get depressed because we look at our circumstances, and our circumstances do not match what other people are doing. So we be we have to be careful. Ours, they don't determine everything. Our circumstances. That that's uh, you know how how why would we get so depressed over something whenever we still got ourselves in the image of God? I mean, I'm I'm just as good as anybody else out there. So are you. I'm just as good as the the president of the United States. I'm just as good as as Bill Gates. I'm just as good as anybody out there. I mean, they 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 have no more prestige and honor than I do. I mean, yes, okay. Let's let's say they 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 got money, they've got success, and they're they're living their life. That, that's a small little part. I mean, you, you this is such a small part of of who we are. I I don't know. Uh, I can't even. Th I can't think of an illustration to really kill this thing down. But I just want you to understand that whenever we whenever we look at ourselves, you know, we're like God and we, we have this drive and we want to go on. I, I think that's it. I think, you know, it's just comes down to, to being in the image of God. Why we don't do it. Why we don't flip the switch. We don't want to be without a body. We are, we are, we are amazing. Yes. Fallen, broken, uh, uh, tainted, uh, infected. I know that. Believe me, I know it. I experience it all the time. But that doesn't determine who we are in our essence. A world where everybody recognizes everybody else is the image of God is 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 a heaven. It's a heaven on earth. It's it's the new earth. It's what we're gonna be. It's the relationships. We're not going to compare ourselves to other people in order to identify ourselves. I mean, we feel sorry for people, isn't it? We feel sorry for people when we look at someone else and they have some type of deformity. And I understand that. Because it, it's not the way it's supposed to be. I mean, you're, you're supposed to... You're, you're supposed to have everything in order on your body, and we 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 know that because we look at other people and see other people and how ordered they are. 
somebody that's way overweight, somebody that doesn't have an arm, somebody that is, you know, conjoined twins, really, really, uh, whenever I look at it, they really confuse me. But the, all of that, okay, let, let's stop and pause. They are awesome. All of them are awesome. It doesn't matter what you, if, if you don't have an arm, let me, you, you have another arm, don't you? You have other fingers, don't you? That is crazy awesome. You don't understand how good that is. If you could put a monetary value on all the stuff that we have. I mean, uh, my hand's worth a billion dollars, this hand. My, uh, my left hand's worth even more because I'm left-handed. Because I'm part of the awesome left-handed group. I mean, every part of our body, you still got it. It's crazy because it's awesome. You still got the drive and you still got the hope and you still want to live. You see those people, those people that, that are like that, they, they, they go on. Well, they don't flip the switch. Why? Because they're in the image of God. They know that. We all know that. We know how important that is for us. So, listen, I mean, my, my, what, what has my sermon been today? I mean, obviously it has, it has to do with being in the image of God, uh, asking the question, why don't we kill ourselves? I mean, dumb question, but, but I, I think it has theological value. So anyway, let me tell you something about our, our, our I mean, our ministry, you probably um, know some of this or whatever, but um, our ministry is still around. Yeah, I mean, it's still Credo House Ministries. I've got this deal called Camaro Theologian that I've got, I think, 65 of them done so far. And I, I do them, gosh, I do them all the time. So so go over to YouTube, search Camaro Theologian. You'll find that. Um, and, and I do little short ones, maybe 10 to, 10 to 15 minutes or so, sometimes a little bit shorter. But uh, check those out. Those are Those are a lot of fun for me. Um, also we, uh, still have everything going on in the ministry. We've got, uh, the, the blog that's still there, although I haven't written on it a long time and I, I, I got to start writing again, but gosh, I, you know, I, I, uh, we, we counted it out and I've written 11,000 pages worth of material on that blog. So there's a lot of stuff there. I doubt you could read through the whole thing. But, um, you know, the, it's all there. We're, we're, I'm going to pick that up again. And, um, you know, we, we also, we do take donations. Now, I don't know if you heard, we lost our 501c3 because of me being neglectful. That's it. I mean, that's all it comes down to. It was, it was uh, you know, an IRS bill that we had. We moved. I mean, here's the only excuse I have is that we moved from Credo House, changed addresses, and the uh, IRS didn't get my new address for the Credo House, and so I forgot about it. Uh, not only did I neglect it at first, then I forgot about it, and usually it'll send you a few bills, and, and they sent me a letter saying they have canceled my 501c3. We're trying to get it back. Doesn't look like it's going to happen. Uh, pray for us. Pray for our, uh, the ministry. I want to keep this thing going. Uh, we still accept, accept donations. We just can't accept tax deductible donations. So, uh, please, if you, if you can donate to us, but please understand right now, it's does, it doesn't look like we're going to get our uh, tax deduction back. So 
Anyway, listen, I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And uh, I have a blast doing it. And we'll keep it up so long as you guys like it. Send me something. Send me something, uh, you know, to, to, to let me know that you listen and you love the podcast. My email is P at credohouse.org. Michael P at credo, C-R-E-D-O house.org. Uh, don't mind giving that out. You know, I mean, I get lots of emails and uh, uh, I, I respond to, I'll respond to you if I, if I get to see it. So thanks. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time. Theology 